Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Codec Call, the CodecMoments.com podcast. I'm Andy Brown, that's at ClinicalAndy if you want to get me on Twitter. Alternatively, you can tweet at Codec Moments if you want to talk to us about anything featured in today's episode. So, coming up today, we've got an update on Codec Momentum. I'm going to have Year of Shame Challenger, Console Ninja, and sometimes writer for the Scottish Sun, Stuart Cullen, in my collector's confessional. And it's your last opportunity to win a fantastic Metal Gear Solid prize. But first, and without further ado, speaking of Metal Gear Solid 5, I've been speaking to at Lord British, Dexter Jekyll, formerly of Tech Fixation. We got together this week and spoke about the Metal Gear Solid series, Hideo Kojima's departure from Konami and what he might end up doing next. And, of course, a little bit about the upcoming Metal Gear Solid 5. Here's Dexter. Metal Gear Solid 4 came out like two months after I moved into my house, which was about eight years ago. It's literally been that long since, you know, a main title, Metal Gear Solid Games, come out, and I'm so excited. Now, here's a question. I should probably know the answer, because I've followed your musings for a while. Did you ever finish the Platinum? No. God, oh. It was uh, getting the big boss ranking that threw me off. I made it all the way to, I think, Act 3, where you have to ride on the motorcycle with Big Mama. I could not get past that part without dying and without killing anybody. I'd say I put a, like a good five hours into trying to get past that part. All I'm saying is you've got a week left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually working on a Peace Walker, playing that a second time, because that's the only Metal Gear Solid game that I haven't played multiple times. I've made it through the first chapter, and already stuff from Ground Zeroes is making more sense. For instance, one thing I've noticed was um, Chico in Ground Zeroes, he's you know been captured and he spilled the beans on pause. I had forgotten all about what had happened in Peace Walker, and I was like, oh man, he must feel so bad. He's got integrity, and they, they must have tortured him so bad to get him to that point. But in Peace Walker, that's like one of the very first things he does. How do you feel about Ground Zeroes? It's funny, I actually played through it again just uh, two days ago. I'm usually very good at Metal Gear Solid games, but I had a hard time with Ground Zeroes. But I think it'll be better as I play Phantom Pain, because just the ability to come at the situation from any angle instead of just being forced through the one path but you know i did i did very much enjoy ground zeros i like a lot of the changes at first i didn't like the fact that whenever you got spotted you know it gave you that chance to redeem yourself the reflex time yes yes i didn't like it at first you know i was like this is bogus you know Mel Gear solid you know no second chance you know you screw up you're screwed but with that many guys walking around and that many angles you have to cover, it's nice to you know get like a five-second ability to save yourself. However, you have to have the right weapon equipped. The other day, I'd say it was the worst time I've ever played through Ground Zeroes. Uh, I got spotted, so then it switched to reflex, and I turned and looked at him and threw the magazine right at his face. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. What are you doing? And I, yeah. Yeah, it's... It, Makes it easier, but it doesn't make it easy. Are you excited about the Phantom Pain? Absolutely. I've actually taken the day off from work. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stay up until midnight and play it as late as I can. My wife's going to cover me with the kids so I can sleep in uh, the next day. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm very, very excited. I, I've told myself several times that I would stop watching trailers. 
but you didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Hideo's done a good enough job of keeping everything so scattered and still leaving us with so many questions like, what the hell is with the horn that grows out of Big Boss's head? Why have I left Konami? <laughs> I definitely want to know that one. Maybe I should call him. He'll figure it out. I know he will. <laughs> I, have, I have confidence. <laughs> the thing I'm most excited about is to see what he does next. Uh, I'm excited to see who he goes to and says, I need, I'm going to work for you now. What's your money on? I hope it goes to Sony and just makes exclusive games. I mean, they've got The Last Guardian, which has been in production for eight years, and they're still letting it be finished. You know, they're not showing any ill will towards that game. They're not rushing it out the door as an unfinished product. I hear what you're saying, but I think if he went to Nintendo, he could do an awful lot for the Mario mythology. Oh, God. Yeah, clear up that timeline. <laughs> or, or muddy it, whichever. <laughs> Can you imagine Mario and Luigi suddenly becoming brothers separated? <laughs> but, separated at birth. <laughs> fighting for a cause. Yep. Neither of them truly understands. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think it'll be, it'll be a Japanese studio, though. Some people have been saying, like, oh, what if he goes to EA? What's he going to do, Madden? Oh, God. I would <laughs> want to play Madden at that point. <laughs> It'll be Madden 2016, but it will come out in 2020. <laughs> Every time you try and make a pass, there's a 20-minute cutscene. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like his leaving Konami is kind of... It's perfect that it's this game, because it really is completing the circle. Like, the end of the game will run into the beginning of Metal Gear... And we will have seen Big Boss turn into the villain because so far we've seen him. He's like, yeah, he's an all right guy. I'm almost hoping that he's going to troll us in the entire game of Metal Gears at the end. And we switch perspective to Salt Snake. Or we play as Big Boss the whole time trying to stop Salt Snake. I love the idea of an MGS2 style bait and switch. Take over a solid snake. Yep. <laughs> infiltrating Zanzibar land or out of heaven. Yeah, whatever they first announced it was going to be Afghanistan, I was like, let's... That's boring. You know, Metal Gear Solid 4 went to, you know, five different locales, you know. But I, I feel like that was kind of a, a bait and switch. Like you said, there's going to be more than what they're, they're letting us see. I see tons of replayability for the game. Definitely going to be playing lots of online. The online's not starting for a couple of weeks, though. Really? No, they've, um, they've delayed the, the launch of the online in a similar way to uh, they did with GTA 5. Probably a good idea, actually. Mm. And a bit so. more polish, I think. Uh, more of those keratin frogs. They're cute puppies now. Is there actually cute puppies? Yeah, it's kind of like a magazine. You lay down this cute puppy and the guy just kind of squats down, looks at it, hearts come out of his head. He's like just so enthralled by this cute puppy doll. And then you end his life. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's how it should be. Just would give him a little bit of happiness before the end. Oh, puppy. Yeah. And that was the last thing he ever thought. <laughs> That's pretty dark. Yeah, and I definitely plan on infiltrating a lot of my friend's bases, specifically Richard's. That but sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> uh yes it does <laughs> uh you know every night wherever he goes bowling because he, he bowls now i'm going to be there to take his jeeps and his soldiers and as much stuff as i can get my hands on <laughs> uh, i'm hoping there will be an app for the game that lets you do a lot of your the minutiae while you're on the go because whenever i'm at home i want to be able to do missions grab vehicles stuff like that and then you know the next day hop on my phone and assign workers and upgrade mother base and tell the researchers to start working on this or working on that i have to agree with you because if i'm honest i love a management sim yeah i adore a management sim and and i do worry that i could get stuck in the minutiae of just running mother base yep i'm afraid of that they made an app for Ground Zeroes, and it was great. You know, you could actually have your map, 
uh, up on the app and see stuff in real time without having to uh, in the game. You had the second yeah. screen, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, which I used whenever I played it, uh, whenever the game first came out. Uh, I could still see what was going on. No one would sneak up on me while I was looking at my map. But it wasn't very popular. Do you, you know, know, it'd be uh, it'd be really good if they implemented that for the codec calls. So you, oh, could, yes. you could have full codec conversations occurring on your second screen while you were still playing. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Okay, so time for an update on our Codec Momentum Challenge. Would you like to win a Codec Moments badge? Well, you can. All you need to do is pick a game off your pile of shame and vow to finish it in the next month. Tweet us at Codec Moments and use the hashtag Codec Momentum and tell us what game you're going to finish and then send us a screenshot or a picture of the end credits with your camera phone, something like that, and we'll, um, we'll send you a Codec Moments badge. So we've had a lot of people taking part since we launched it this month. In fact, one person at Nick Hulk on Twitter has put forward five entries, one of which was a Platinum Pledge in Magus. He's already completed Dream Sea Club, Mousecraft, Peaceful, and Contrast. At VD John, who was a guest on the last episode, on episode 11, at VDJOMB, he'll tell me off, has finally completed Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. 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 Has finally completed Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. He's also quite close to completing Peace Walker. He just needs to work out how to finish making a Metal Gear. A Mel Gear. Adam Ducker, otherwise known as that Flameboy84, has finished The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, and I think he's put something like 112 hours into that game. I'm just trying to imagine what it's like to have 112 hours to do something that isn't work or childcare. A very own Dr. Matt Holtz finished Borderlands the pre-sequel. And most importantly, I managed to finish Wolfenstein the Old Blood. If you want to see the worst trophy screen grab in the world, go to codecmoments.com and look at the codec momentum page on there and scroll down to the bottom we're still waiting for codec moments very own roger to finish metal gear solid so uh, get on twitter and give him some encouragement at afro underscore gear right time to talk about gaming paraphernalia it came to my attention the other day that i actually own an aperture sciences spatula which was given to me uh, by a dear friend of mine and I, it got me thinking what is probably the weirdest or, or worst piece of gaming memorabilia that anybody has with that in mind uh, having been listening to the year of shame three podcast as you'll have known from the last episode of the code at core where i spoke to connor there is a man who can claim a, a pretty phenomenal collection of gaming merch and i'm lucky enough to be able to speak to him Today he's joining us on the collector's confessional, where he's going to um, he's going to tell us all about his uh, stuff, stuff, bin bags and bin bags of stuff. Stu <laughs> Stuart Cullen at Fury Ace on Twitter. Um, it's actually at Fury AC three, but he seems to be in some kind of denial that that makes a word. <laughs> I'm cool. Uh, no, no uh, letters for me. All numbers. But how you doing? Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm very good, thank you. How the devil are you? I'm not bad. I'm surrounded by said bin bags of merchandise at the moment because it's all been packed into boxes and stuff because I'm decorating the room it's in. How many items of merchandise or memorabilia have you got? I've got four big 30-litre tubs in front of me filled to the brim with stuff. I've got... Um, <laughs> no, no one's ever given me an answer to that question in litres before. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> I kind of wondered. <laughs> Two Olympic swimming pools worth of stuff. <laughs> And a wee paddle and pool for good measure. But um, yeah, a lot, and a lot of stuff over 
I was what, maybe I worked to maybe about the last five to six years. Really, it's escalated. Is there a particular theme? Is there anything you go for? It started off as just anything gamey, and then it kind of run about the time of Halo Three. It kind of branched out and became just predominantly Halo. But it's if something takes my fancy and I like it, I will attempt to buy it if you know what I mean um, I mainly collect Halo stuff but I do have lots of other stuff as well <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sucker for anything where gaming related right let's clear something up now the Halo boxer shorts are they real yes they are real and I have two pairs of them in case one pair got washed out because the place was selling them on eBay and they were doing them cheap and I was like oh why two pairs of them do I wear them not really but I do have two pairs of them because why not? If you if you'll excuse me saying so, accidents happen. Yep, yep. Always good to cover. Always good to have cover. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. <laughs> no, sadly it ain't. Sadly it ain't. But apparently today we've also discovered that Nintendo do boxer shorts. So my comrade on Year of Shame column is maybe going to, we're maybe going to all chip in and get my pair of Nintendo boxer shorts just so he doesn't feel left out. You want that mushroom that makes things grow on the front, don't you? <laughs> Oh, trust me, trust me. He he he'll fall in and all that. He's 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 never feared to have a have an outburst of that on your shame. If I'm honest, so yeah, I'm glad we we get away from that just now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you got any particular uh, any particular favourites or, or anything that you really regret? Favourites, I've if anybody's ever heard of me before, I've been on a few cast talking about stuff, and I was talking about Kyarts. I really like that brand, um, and they make kind of nice kind of mid tier to kind of high tier figures uh, i've got quite a substantial collection of them regrets no well no i tell why regrets <laughs> so i started by buying kind of collector's editions you could say so i bought like the halo 3 collector's edition with the helmet and bioshock 2 collector's edition with the vinyl and then i bought the arkham asylum edition of batman and it is dreadful <laughs> it was like buy this edition comes with a batter meringue that's a batter meringue no batter meringue as in the cake quite tasty uh, <laughs> the sugar spun dessert yeah well trust me if it was made in meringue i would be honestly happy because it it was like sold as this thing on a nice plinth and it was black and shiny and you could pick it up and throw it at people and stuff not quite coming the day and getting it opening it it turns out that it's stuck to the stand and it's got about as much build quality as a shower curtain it's a solid piece of plastic and it's not got any decal, any painting, nothing. It's black plastic stuck to a grey plastic stand. And for the money, I think it was like 70 maybe for that edition. It was just a letdown. And I think that kind of killed my special edition phase of madness. If you were a Batman fan and stuff, you just look at it and you think, this is pointless so matt's my co-host on the codec call podcast and he um he and i set up codec moments together um i went around his house at the weekend and i was explaining to him the concept of of what i was planning to do with this feature and he, mm. he went oh yeah i've got some absolute tat merchandise and he pulled out the arkham asylum collector's edition and showed oh. me the, the exact oh it's battering so grim about. oh it's, and it so is, grim. it's this atrocious glossy cheap black plastic and like you said yeah it's it's fixed to this gray stand but there's like a clip on it as well. So so you've got this kind of little this little grey tab which kind of just sticks in the bottle of the black batarang and looks totally out of place. It is it's uh, so cheap. Yeah, it's that's that's I regret it right there. But subsequently, 
ever since that, all the Batman editions have came with really cool figures and busts and Batmobiles. And They were meant to come with Batmobiles, but clearly they learned from their quality issues. In a minute, I'm going to torch your house. Uh, what's the one item you're going to grab? Two, because I've got two hands. <laughs> nice, nice. What about opening doors, checking for heat, that kind of thing? I'm a rather big unit, so we'll just run out. <laughs> I wish that was your gamer tag, big unit. <laughs> big unit. Odd one off that. That is that's not the first time I've said it this week. I would grab my signed copy of Halo Anniversary by Frank O'Connor, and I would grab my Aliens Colonial Marines edition. <laughs> what? Yeah, my Alien Colonial Marines. I've got a kind of soft spot for that game. Um, it's it's well publicised on like I was on. I'm on the console ninjas, and not a show goes by we don't mention it. My version at the moment uh, is luckily enough to have been signed by Lance Hendrickson, who is Bishop. That's, that's and, impressive. And John Bean. John Bean? Uh, no, John Bean. <laughs> Michael Bean, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Hicks. Yeah, so basically, yeah, my only <laughs> Colonial Marines is signed by Bishop and Hex. I have to agree about Colonial Marines. It wasn't a good game on its own, but in co-op, whilst quoting lines from the film... And just yeah. opening up with a pulse rifle, it, it was good fun. I've played worse put it that way. I think it was the um, I think it's the juxtaposition between what was promised and what was actually delivered was what yeah. did for it. Yeah, it was. Um, it is what it is. And like I say, I've played it for soul. I've played it through in co-op, and I can't enjoy that. You know what I mean? This is doing it the person. Isn't it? It's how one person measures the enjoyment and a product and another. Isn't it? If there's anybody you could nominate to to come on here and talk about their their collection, who would it be? I'm that daft because a lot of, a lot of the guys are they all have like one or two figures whereas I've got like 40 <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like yeah I've got a couple of McFarlane Master Chiefs yeah I've got like all of them maybe <laughs> give or take or mother mate one of my mates he started doing the Mega Bloks uh, Halo do Mega Bloks and he was like oh I've got the ship and I've got the Pelican I've got the Manus I'm like oh that's that's quite nice and it's like have you seen the picture of my stuff on the floor I think I've got some like 12 mega blocks warthogs but each one's a different model i guess and these aren't the same mega blocks that my one-year-old daughter is playing with slightly smaller principally the same <laughs> yeah. so this is the thing it's like when you put a brand to something that's when you get people to buy it <laughs> assassin's creed mega blocks need for speed mega blocks titanfall connects who plays with connects nobody titanfall connects Everybody wants to play with it because it's Titanfall. Well, I was saying I saw Matt over the weekend from Codic Moments and I took my daughter and he's got, you know, a very nice collection of, of game memorabilia that's set on a display shelf in his lounge. But of course to her, it's just toy, bobblehead, grab that, shake it. <laughs> no, the, the shiny Millennium Falcon is very sharp. Anything else that you'd, you'd like to mention? Collector boys or me yeah, or... Anything, 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 any other business. I'm going to hit 200,000 achievements probably in the next... I could do it right this minute if I wanted. Do it now. Yeah, you know I mean, right, right this minute. I just want to double check what I need to do here, and I'll, I'll, but it's like instant. That'll be like, but it's annoying because I'm sitting at one nine 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 three, <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of work to that to get the actual round number. It's impossible. There we go, and I move the slider down. Is it going to go? Here we go. Here we go. Shocking the fact that I'm having to move a slider for it. And this is going to pop. There it is. Hey. There it is. There you go. Fury Ace has 200,008. Nice. <laughs> what, a, what a satisfying number. 
So how fast can I get to 300,000? We'll see what's quicker. You getting to 300,000 or me editing this podcast. Yeah, that's got to be worth a badge. No, definitely. That is that is 200,008. I mean, eight. I'll be honest, 200,007, <laughs> I'd have let you swing. But So I was saying I was building up, building up, building up, and I knew it was coming, and I was going, right, I need to do this, do this, this, and this. And I kept going, and I started playing World of Tanks, and I got the odd achievement and last night in World of Tanks, and then I realised I was seven off it, and I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I'm like, ah, Day live on on the cast. So <laughs> just just for the just for the people at home who couldn't determine exactly what you were doing from the uh, from the blip as it unlocked. What what was that trophy? It was an Infinity Runner. All I had to do was turn the audio off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. That's a bit of an anticlimax. It is a wee bit, especially because for a hundred thousand, I jumped to a helicopter in crisis. For hundred and fifty thousand, I think it was getting to colonel rank in Battlefield Four. Um, <laughs> for two hundred thousand, I turned off the sound. I turned the sound off, but that's the irony in it. It's so meta. It's like <laughs> achievements don't mean anything to anybody. That's why I did that. But inside, yay! So throughout the month of August, we've been giving away some Metal Gear Solid shot glasses. They were made to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the series, and they are pretty stunning. You can check out codecmoments.com if you want to have a look at them, or if you want to read the fine print in our terms and conditions. But really, all you need to do is tweet us at Codec Moments and let us know what you think the Platinum Trophy for Metal Gear Solid 5 should be named. If you're a diehard Xbox fan, then just imagine you got a special achievement when you got 1kg and let us know what that should be called. Right, competition closes on Bank Holiday Monday. That's the 31st of August. So you've only got this weekend left to enter. Do it now. Do it right now. Do it right now. Do it right now. Right, have you done it? Good. Okay, well, that's it for another episode of The Codec Call. Thank you very much for listening today. Don't forget, if you're feeling lovely, to go and leave us a review on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Podomatic, Toilet Cubicle Wall. So where have you found us? We'll take any good publicity. Remember to tweet us with your suggested platinum trophy names if you want to win our Metal Gear Solid shot glasses. And also let us know if you're going to take up the Codec Momentum Challenge. You could win yourself a fabulous Codec Moments badge. And if you want to do the hashtag Platinum Pledge, you'll get a special Platinum badge. Check out the Codec Momentum page on our website for more details and some pictures. Right, I've been Andy Brown at Clinical Andy. And I'll be back after a week at the seaside where I mostly won't be able to play Metal Gear Solid 5 upon its release. Not that I'm bitter or anything. Still, I'm sure we'll have a little bit about that in the next episode of The Codec Call. Until then, bye! (laughs)